Jones, stupid name, she muttered to herself. Every baseball fan in the country. The mild smile told Brooke it was useless to argue. Therefore, she prepared to argue further. We're selling clothes, not Louisville sluggers. Eight golden gloves, Claire went on. A lifetime batting average of 325. He's leading the league in RBIs this season. Jones has been at third base in the All-Star game for eight consecutive seasons. Brooke narrowed her eyes. How do you know so much? You don't follow baseball. I do my homework. A cool smile touched Claire's round, pampered face. She'd never had a facelift, but was religious about her visits to Elizabeth Arden. That's why I'm a successful producer. Now, you'd better do yours. She rose languidly. Don't make any plans. I've got tickets for the game tonight. Kings against the Valiants. Who? Do your homework, Claire advised before she closed the office door behind her. With an exasperated oath, Brooke swiveled her chair around so that she faced her view of Los Angeles. Tall buildings, glittering glass, and clogged traffic. She'd had other views of L.A. during the rise in her career, but they'd been closer to street level. Now... She looked out on the city from the twentieth floor. The distance meant success, but Brooke didn't dwell on it. To do that would have encouraged thinking of the past, something Brooke meticulously avoided. Leaning back in the oversized chair, Brooke toyed with the end of her braid. Her hair was the warm, soft red shot with gold that painters attempted to immortalize. It was long and thick and unruly. Brooke was feminine enough not to want it cut to a more manageable length, and practical enough to subdue it into a fat braid during working hours. It hung down the back of a thin silk blouse, past the waistband of overworked blue jeans. Her eyes, as she mulled over Claire's words, were thoughtful. They had misty gray irises, long lids, and were surrounded by lashes in the same fragile shade as her hair. She rarely thought to darken them. Her skin was the delicate ivory rose her hair demanded, but the frailty stopped there. Her nose was small and sharp, her mouth wide, her chin aggressive. It was an unsettling face, beautiful one moment, austere the next, but always demanding. She wore a hasty dab of rose lipstick, enameled dime store earrings, and a splash of $200 an ounce perfume. She thought about the DeMarco account. Designer jeans, exclusive sportswear, and soft Italian leather. Since they'd decided to move their advertising beyond the glossy pages of fashion magazines and into television, they had come to Thornton Productions, and so to her. It was a fat two-year contract, with a budget that would give Brooke all the artistic room she could want. She told herself she deserved it. There were three Clios on the corner shelf to her right. Not bad, she mused, for a 28-year-old woman who had walked into Thornton Productions with a high school diploma, a glib tongue, and sweaty palms. And $12.53 in her pocket, Brooke remembered. Then she pushed the thought aside. If she wanted the DeMarco account, and she did, she would simply have to make the ballplayer work. Grimly, she swung her chair back to face her desk. Picking up the phone, Brooke punched two buttons. Get me everything we have on Parks Jones, she ordered as she shuffled papers out of her way. And ask Miss Thornton what time I'm to pick her up tonight. Less than six blocks away, Parks Jones stuck his hands in his pockets and scowled at his agent. 
How did I ever let you talk me into this? Lee Dutton gave a smile that revealed slightly crooked teeth and a lot of charm. You trust me? My first mistake. Parks studied Lee, a not-quite-homely, avuncular figure with a receding hairline, puckish face, and unnerving black eyes. Yes, he trusted him, Parks thought. He even liked the shrewd little devil, but... I'm not a damn model, Lee. I'm a third baseman. You're not modeling, Lee countered. As he folded his hands, the sun glinted on the band of his thin Swiss watch. You're endorsing. Ballplayers have been doing it since the first razor blade. Parks snorted, then walked around the tidy, oriental-designed office. This isn't a shaving commercial, and I'm not endorsing a mitt. It's clothes, for God's sake. I'm going to feel like an idiot. But you won't look like one, Lee thought as he drew out a fragrant, slim cigar.